Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Muckrake Podcast. I'm Nick Houselman, and this is an announcement to let you know that we are going to be doing a new series called The Weekender over on Patreon that will appear every Friday. And this is a little sneak preview so you can get a handle on what it's like and why you'd want to go over there and join the Patreon and be part of that community, which has been incredible and amazing with a lot of people there and a lot of great conversations. So uh, here it is. Check it out. And uh, feel free to check out the actual Patreon as well at patreon.com slash muckrake podcast. Hey, everybody. Jerry A. Sexton. Welcome to this week's Weekender patron exclusive. Let's... uh loosen up a little bit. Uh, I'm here with Nick Houseman as always. Uh, just a quick word for the people who are listening to uh, the teaser of this thing as I take a drink. We have a we have a jam-packed show today. We got we got important things to talk about today, Nick. I think we do. I, I think we do as well. So uh, if you want the full show, go over to patreon.com slash podcast. For the people who are subscribers, thank you. We appreciate you as always. Um, Let's put on our seatbelts, Nick. Let's uh, let's talk about some crazy shit. Um, I, I got up this morning. Uh, uh, I, I woke up. Uh, I've got a little dog who's celebrating her first her first birthday. That's exciting. Oh. That's a good thing. I was looking forward to the day. What 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 things are the day going to bring? I pick up my phone as I uh, stupidly do. Uh, that's not a good way to start your morning, and yet we do live in that age. Pick it up immediately. Two stories, Nick. Two stories. One started last night, which was a uh, realization that the top military brass in this country um, expected Donald Trump to try and carry out a coup, which we got to get in depth to. And then, of course, The Guardian comes out this morning uh, with supposed leaked documents from the Kremlin uh, that uh, Russia's uh, notes from their meeting to interfere with the 2016 election are out there. Tons of revelations, things to talk about. Um, I, I, I feel like I'm exhausted already. Well, it is tiring because we've gotten to the point now where we don't know, really know what to believe of any of this stuff. Um, I will say that The Guardian does lay out. I mean, I wonder how, like, um, you know, Steele feels after reading that, saying, yes, this is what my dossier was saying the whole time. Oh. Uh, but this also could be Russian disinformation again. Uh, however, there's some stuff in there that obviously we know now that, that is true. So, um, you know, it's nice to kind of just reaffirm what we <laughs> what we know about how horrible Donald Trump was as a president, I suppose. So. So let's 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 take these things in order because there is a there is a large thing that we have to talk about in this, which unfortunately is a reoccurrent theme. Re reoccurrent recurrent recurring re reoccurring. That's better. I'm a man of letters. I'm a liberal arts professor. What am I doing? There is a uh, a reoccurring theme in our show, which is we've been talking about all of this shit for years now. And then inevitably this stuff rears up its ugly head. And, I'll, and, and by the way, for, for years, it's like you're, you're irresponsible, you're hyperbolic, you're being unreasonable, you're fear-mongering, all this stuff. Um, and then in, inevitably it comes out and it turns out that all of this stuff is what people in power are talking about, what's being held back from us. Um, this story about the coup, I'm just going to uh, – we're going to go through this story that, that has come out, which is uh, frustrating as shit. I'll just I'll just go ahead and call it that. Um, this is the uh, CNN article that covers it. Uh, I'm just going to read a couple of paragraphs here. The top U.S. military officer, chairman of the Joint Chiefs, General Mark Milley. And by the way, for anybody at home, Mark Milley, uh, uh, um, it sounds familiar. 
It should, because this is the dude that Tucker Carlson got on his show and called stupid and a pig because he said he wanted to understand white rage, was so shaken that then-President Donald Trump and his allies might attempt a coup or take other dangerous or illegal measures after the November election that Milley and other top officials informally planned for different ways to stop Trump, according to excerpts of an upcoming book obtained by CNN. Nick, um, this is about the November election and a concern by military brass that Donald Trump would try and perform a coup that was in November. Uh, tell me if I'm incorrect of 2020. When are we learning about this? Um, July of 2021. That's weird, isn't it? Isn't that strange that we're just hearing about it now? Well, because soldiers keep lips tight or something, right? What's that expression? <laughs> yeah, I just love that we, we all of this is because they didn't want to say anything. They didn't want to alarm anybody. And by the way, they needed to sell a fucking book. The book from Pulitzer Prize winning Washington Post reporters Carol Lennig and Philip Rucker describes how a million other joint chiefs discussed a plan to resign one by one rather than carry out orders from Trump that they consider to be illegal, dangerous or ill advised. It was a kind of Saturday night massacre in reverse. Lennig and Rucker write. Mm-hmm. How's that sit? I don't know if you want to pat yourself on the back for all the things that you were saying. I mean, doesn't you don't feel better, right, when you when you realize that you were right? Because I remember you saying this, you know, in in a year ago, at least a year ago yep. now, that he was not going to leave. Yep. I mean, this actually gives more context to why they were messing around with the head of the Pentagon, uh, uh, like in December, a month before they were going to leave, and they're changing the heads of these departments, right? It like. It kind of like makes you understand why they really don't want an in-depth investigation of this whole thing, because this is the kind of shit that would come out, you know, under oath and would be, you know, completely verifiable. Well, and also, what's this strategy of just resigning? Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, I'm I'm gonna listen. I refuse. I will walk out. What? what, what you gonna find somebody else? What, is everybody in the military going to resign? They're not going to find somebody to carry out the orders? I'm sorry, but this is an impotent gesture. And coming out in July of 2021 makes it even more impotent well, to me. Well, I guess you wanted them to go public with what they knew. They should have gone public with it back then. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it would have probably been the violation of, you know, whatever. But um, but this was a violation. The, the, the presidency was a violation, I suppose, is the answer to that. I mean, for real, like, I, I, I'm sorry, Nick, but like, if you, uh, if, if you knew about any of this, like, would you sit on it for real? Like, are you afraid of losing your job? Well, your plan is to quit your job. Right. I mean, you could be so, afraid that you're going to go to jail. Is it not worth it in, in, in the idea? Like, listen to this shit. Listen to what, well, listen to what's said here. This is amazing. The authors explain Milley's growing concerns that personnel moves that put Trump acolytes in positions of power at the Pentagon after the November 2020 election, including the firing of Defense Secretary Mark Esper and the resignation of Attorney General William Barr, were the sign of something sinister to come. Milley spoke to friends, lawmakers, and colleagues about the threat of a coup, and the Joint Chiefs of Chairman felt he had to be on guard for what might come. By the way, real fast, friends, I don't know whose friends are, lawmakers and colleagues why aren't these people saying anything? We're all screaming about this, throwing rocks at a runaway, runaway train, and these people with power and knowledge are hanging out. They're not saying anything about it. These people don't talk about the actual conditions of what's going on. So he says, 
They may try, but they're not going to fucking succeed, Milley told his deputies, according to the authors. You can't do this without the military. You can't do this without the CIA and the FBI. We're the guys with guns. What a quote. <laughs> oh, yes. We got some quotes, though, Jared, if you really want to talk about quotes. <laughs> what a quote. And by the way, read between the lines. He's like. Yeah, we could do a coup. And I mean, probably under the right circumstance. And and if you want to talk about like who these people are, the, I'm sorry, the Joint Chiefs are sitting there saying we could do a coup with the military, the CIA, and the FBI. Yeah. Woo! That's a mindset, Nick. I mean, listen, we we have to know that in any kind of society that can happen, right? You can have enough people who want to have to overthrow the government anyway. So it's not like, and we see it across the world. Why would we be any different? There's no reason. So in the days leading up to January 6th, Lanning and Rucker write, Milley was worried about Trump's call to action. Milley told his staff that he believed Trump was stoking unrest. Check. Possibly in the hopes of an excuse to invoke the Insurrection Act. Check. And call out the military. Check. By the way, I believe we had that. Milley viewed Trump as, quote unquote, the classic authoritarian leader with nothing to lose. Sounds familiar. Sounds like something a lot of us have been screaming from the rooftops. The author's right. And he saw parallels between Adolf Hitler's rhetoric as a victim and savior and Trump's false claims of election fraud. By the way, what a what a quote I'm getting ready to read to everybody, right? For everybody who's like, oh, this is hyperbolic. We need to watch the way that we talk about this. By the way, Nick, I don't know if you saw. Did you see that uh, David Frum said we're veering into fascism? In the Atlantic. Yeah. Well, he's written a couple of articles, I think, like that, right? Yeah. David Frum, everybody, saying we're veering into fascism. Just saying. So this is what Millie said. Quote, unquote. This is a Reichstag moment. Millie told AIDS, according to the book. The gospel of the Fuhrer. Yeah. I had to do a little deep dive into Reichstag to remind myself exactly what it was. So I could throw some things out there if you like. Uh, for the facts, and, you know, but by the way, so what was happening is in 1931, 33, 31 through three, uh, the Nazis were slowly taking power and, and abusing the the democratic norms of the society it might sound familiar. But basically, a fire breaks out in the parliament building, the Reichstag, and uh, they blame a communist for it. 1933, and they blame a communist for it because communists were actually a big part of the government back then in Germany, and uh, they sent him to prison. But they use this as an uh, as a um, as the reasoning for having to declare martial law, basically taking over the government. That was their moment, and there's that without question. If you're looking at like what happened in the Capitol, that was easily one of those moments that were somehow surprised that like Trump didn't you know declare a state of emergency and martial law, which we knew I think that had been bubbling up and people were suggesting that. So, uh, you know, that was that that Millie is completely um, correct in in feeling that that was what was going to happen. You know what's weird about that is uh, Milley actually participated in a real Reichstag type moment uh, when Donald Trump, of course, cleared out the square in Washington, D.C., and then marched with Milley. Milley went with him. And, and, and I don't know if you've noticed, by the way, I am so exhausted by the rehabilitate Bill Barr yeah. quest that everybody is on right now he was just a good man nick he was just trying to do what he could and he was very concerned meanwhile he was just knee deep in the bullshit of the trump administration yeah. oh, they, didn't and, use, they didn't use tear gas yeah what, what are you talking about and so 
Millie goes out there and walks with Trump so Trump can hold up a Bible and call this more or less a holy war and basically declare himself a savior. It was its own Reichstag moment. And then Millie, of course, a couple days later is like, I don't know if I should have done that. <laughs> and then the next thing you know, he's taken on this hard stance. Meanwhile, didn't say anything. He's calling him an Adolf Hitler type figure. I mean, it, it literally... On one hand, I'm glad that this is out there. On the other hand, I uh, like they waited to do this for a book. I, I wonder if he felt like uh, he should. He's getting like plaudits right now for like taking a stand or like don't worry, um, don't worry, Nancy, when she calls him up and says, "Hey, are we gonna have you know nuclear bombs dropping from this?" And he goes, "Don't worry, we got it under control." So I, I wonder if he's looking for the pat in the back right now for like what he did versus what you're saying, which is this should have come out right away. We should have known, you know, uh, all of this stuff. This is insane. Well, and just to go ahead, because, I mean, the news cycle is so fast and so many things fall through the cracks nowadays. I just want to go ahead and give everybody a quick reminder. Like that, that was the entire Trump administration for years. You had people you, you like there was a soft coup in which the military apparatus decided that they couldn't leave Trump alone and that if he ordered something, they would have to disobey him. We didn't find that out until years later. Right. We have all these people who were in Trump's orbit that were like, oh, my God, you won't believe the shit that he said. Um, he was talking. And, and by the way, Trump was talking about Nazis and how they did good things and disrespecting the troops. And obviously you had people within his orbit who saw and go, we'll get to Russia in a minute that he was somehow or another subservient to the president of Russia, an absolute dictator in Vladimir Putin. You had all of these people who had a front row view of this shit oh and by the way leading up to january 6th he's checking out youtube videos and talking about ways to overthrow the the will of the american people wait are you like, slandering youtube right now <laughs> listen you can find anything you want on there especially if you want to believe an election was fraudulent that's all i'll <laughs> all say right. but all of these things that people saw now we're in the you know get the coin phase of this mm -hmm. it's like oh you won't believe the shit that i've seen i'll take a book deal if you got one right and it just like these are people who willingly got in the room because they saw an ability to use power and, and their sway over the presidency. And they were more than happy to to, again, be neck deep in this bullshit. And now they're looking to profit off of it and rehabilitate themselves. Capitalism. What is it? No shit. It, it allows you to go into a criminal presidency and come out on the other side. It's like Shawshank, right? It's like you crawl through, what, a mile of shit and you come out on the other side? I mean, that's who these people are. I kind of feel like it's more like raising Arizona. Because <laughs> right. that's really the shit they kind of come out of that. But either way, wait, but we, you know, we have a response because there's a measured response from the man himself, Donald Trump, uh, that explains everything. So is it time now to discuss? Do I get to read like that part, the Rachel Maddow style of, uh, from his I thing? Can't <laughs> right. I can't wait. I can't wait. I read this earlier today. And by the way, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, Donald Trump's writing style is so specific. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And you don't see it that much because he's not on Twitter anymore. But it's like it's a blast from the past, like just a really terrible blast from the yeah. past. Well, speaking which, because he did a thing on Jesse Waters, J Jesse Waters book review, right? Like a nice review. And it sounded nice. Totally didn't sound like him at all. And guess what? 
it was copy pasted from the details of the book itself, like on Amazon, or whatever. He literally didn't even have the oh, uh, to have an energy to, to to write anything original on that. But uh, all right, here's his statement. Are you ready? He has to release these statements, which are basically like you know tweets, uh, but written out in uh, Comic Sans. So here is the uh, the statement. In, in uh, I guess I have to read the whole thing. It's not that long. Uh, Despite massive voter fraud and irregularities during the 2020 presidential election scam, I like that he's got the scam on there now, uh, that we, comma, by the way, his use of commas, he he should be arrested for his misuse of commas. I think just from that alone. Um, Okay, so despite massive voter fraud and irregularities during the 2020 presidential election scam, comma, that we are now seeing play out in very big and important states, Comma. I never threatened, comma, or spoke about, comma, to anyone, comma, a coup of our government. So ridiculous, exclamation point, which reminds time me. Out, time out, time okay. out, time out. The reason why he didn't say out loud that he wanted to perform a coup is because in that haunted mansion of a brain of his, any coup was the serving of justice. He is so deluded and narcissistic, and it goes back to the podcast that we released on Tuesday. They get in their minds, and they warp themselves around these ideas. And, like, it's to the point where, yeah, he never talked about a coup because the coup for him was democracy and freedom and the liberation of a government that had been stolen. Of course he didn't talk about coups. I've been shouting this to the rafters. These people— believe that they are freedom fighters like the 60s yes. where people were who were more than willing to go to prison to make a stand and, and actually, you know, in in uh, in a fight for democracy, do that. This is what they think. This is these are martyrs, 100%. you know, and so it, it's crazy. But let's keep going because this is like, you know, this is a, it, 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 the, the tone shifts. Sorry to inform you. So now he's getting personal with us. But an election is my form of coup. So there we have it. And if I was going to do a coup, one of the last people I would do it with is General Mark Milley. It's incredible. (laughs) It's like doing the funky chicken. You know, it's like I'm doing it. Let's do the coup. Can you do the shake once again? Can you read that? Because it is an all timer. All right. I kind of want to throw this so ridiculous in the very beginning because we I'll do it. So ridiculous. Sorry to inform you, but an election is my form of coup. And if I was going to do a coup, one of the last people I would want to do it with is General Mark Milley. So we've gotten the uh, OJ version. If I if I had if I did it, (laughs) this is how I would have done it. If I was going to do a coup, I feel, geez, I feel so much better after reading this. This really makes me feel like he wasn't going to do anything. Unbelievable. Um, Now he goes on to slander Mark Milley. Blah blah blah. We've already heard all that kind of stuff. Let's see. I had a weird dream about Obama last night, and that must be why I'm reading about him now in this uh, thing. Let's see here. Um, okay, but let's go to the next part. Wait, what do you mean you had a weird dream? I had a weird dream like he was like making out with Hillary. It was weird. It, oh, my God. And he might have been making out with Joe Biden, too. Like, it was like, what, what was going on? What are you doing? What are you eating before you go to Sushi, bed? Sushi. That really wasn't good, and uh, that was definitely related. That is California corner as it gets. Yeah. What, what what bad sushi? Was I had it? sushi for lunch and I didn't eat all of it, so I had it left over. You know, I, I, listen, I put it back in the fridge. It wasn't like I let you it sit out. You can't eat leftover sushi. Yeah, I you know. Well, eat. now you tell me. And by the way, I, I was punished the next day today, this morning. So nonetheless, <laughs> uh, this is th- hey, it's the weekender, right? Hey, it's the weekend. Um, 
Okay, and any well, you talked about the St. John's Church. We'll just throw this in here. In any event, I lost respect for Millie when we walked together to St. John's Church, parentheses, which was still smoldering from a radical left fire set the day before, and parentheses, comma, <laughs> side by side, comma, a walk that has now been proven to be totally appropriate. I love his use of the word appropriate, by the way. I don't know if he even really knows what that means. Um, and the following day, Millie choked like a dog in front of the fake news when they told him they thought he should not have been walking with the president, comma, which turned out to be incorrect. <laughs> he apologized profusely, making it a big story. Instead of saying, I am proud to walk with and protect the president of the United States. Had he said that, it would have all been over. No big deal. But I saw at that moment he had no courage or skill. Certainly not the type of person I would be talking coup with. I'm not into coups. <laughs> you know what he says? He writes, I'm not into coups. Like, he, like someone's like, yeah, I'm not into porn. And you've been listening to a free preview of our Patreon exclusive Weekender show. If you want to get in on all the fun and get that bonus episode every week, not to mention exclusive content, uh, live hangouts, question and answer sessions. We're even going to do some of these live so you can come and watch how the sausage is made. All you have to do is go over to patreon.com slash podcast. On top of that, you get to hang out with the Muckrake community, which are a really good group of people. So you should do that. That is patreon.com slash podcast. We'll see everybody next week.